This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. I said I was done with the Commanders, and uh, I-, I lied about that, but we are going to do college football before the segment's over, so don't go anywhere. Uh, but I just saw this online from, uh, from Pro Football Focus, PFF. This is their, uh, their Commanders page. Complimenting Chase Young last night. Chase Young's 11 pressures versus the Bears were a career high. 37.9% win rate, 11 pressures. This is why I don't trust pro football focus. There's zero context on that. The context on that is he was so busy trying to make plays, he was leaving five-foot gaps in the defensive line. He was so busy trying to bring Justin Fields down, he is letting Justin Fields squirm out. He's not playing the system. He's not doing what they're asking him to do. Sure, he's winning a lot. He's a... He's a beast. He's a great athlete. He's a great player. He's not doing what Jack Del Rio is telling him to do. He's not playing within the system. You saw it like if that was the best game of Chase Young's career, why why would Justin Fields marching all over them? Why why was the receiver why were Chicago's receivers getting so long to get downfield? It's both sides. The secondary failed last night. But the defensive line failed too. They didn't get enough pressure on Justin Fields. They didn't do enough to disrupt him. And Jack Del Rio didn't call any blitzes again. He let the front four handle it. They didn't handle it. Don't tell me Chase Young had a good game last night. Chase Young's a great athlete. You got two things. Two things you can do here. One is trade him. Trade him right now. Bring in other guys who can play the Del Rio system and try your best to rebuild with that. Number two is get Del Rio out of town. Just build a new system around athletes who can do their thing and be athletes. I'm not opposed at this point. It's week five. You got a lot of season left. Send Del Rio on his way. Let Ron Rivera run the defense. I think that's a misconception here that Ron Rivera runs the defense. He doesn't. He's the CEO. The buck stops there, and there's a lot of buck to stop there after this performance. But this is a Jack Del Rio defense. He designs it. He calls it. Maybe Ron needs to take a turn designing the defense. He's already hands-off with the offense. You're not going to lose anything there. It's, uh, you got to do something, though. We've had four years of this. The returns are in. It doesn't work. I just, I can't praise Chase Young after that game. He individually got great pressure on Justin Fields. He, as a member of the Washington defense, did not contain Justin Fields, did not contain the running game, did not deny the gaps. And watch, watching Khalil Herbert run was embarrassing. This is 
of all the things this group should be able to do, stopping the run is at the very top of the list. They couldn't pull it off. Disappointing game for the Commanders. I'm done. Unless you want to, unless you want to blow up the phones, eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. If you want to vent, I'll take your call. I'll listen. Josh will take your call. He'll be uh, he'll be right there looking uh, looking at the phone, answering the phone when people call. That's the thing he'll do. Excellent. College football this weekend. I told you we talk about college football. We're going to talk about college football. UVA William and Mary. Uh, I I've had this game circled for a while. One because UVA's bad and poorly coached. Um, I, they they have talented athletes. That's not fair. That's not a bad team. That's a poorly coached team. Uh, they're zero and five though, and the heat's on. And William and Mary with Mike London come back to town. This has been a really good William and Mary squad. Now you say this about the FCS teams; they don't have the depth. Depth is an issue at that level with those scholarships, especially at William and Mary, which isn't what JMU was in its prime. You know, it crank cranking out guys, rolling them through. That's a low depth operation. When they're running back, Bronson Yoder got hurt. That was a big blow for them. I don't know if they have the depth, the ability to compete with UVA. What I know is if they can keep it close, it's going to be a sweaty afternoon in Charlottesville. That crisp fall weather isn't going to be able to disguise the sweat that's going to be coming down from Tony Elliott, Tony Muskett in that sideline if William & Mary hangs with them. That's the nooner on ACC Network. I'm pretty fired up about that one. Hey, Michael, we got a caller. I think he knew that uh, it was his time to shine every time we talk about Virginia College ball. Frank from Mechanicsville. Oh, Frank's, Frank's on the program. All right, I was just getting to tech. This is perfect. Frank, we are flying high. I loved that pit win. I loved the atmosphere. I loved everything about it. Probably better to focus on that than what's coming up next, though. Absolutely. I, you know, uh, you can see last night any given game is a possible win. As long as we keep them competitive, I'll be happy. As long as the program continues to move forward, I'll be happy. Um, you know, it's just kind of like what happened last night. You got to make sure you keep everything in front. Don't let the big plays happen. Play some cover two safeties and, and keep everything in front. Um, but actually, what I was calling in is because I'm also a diehard Commander fan. Uh, have been my entire life. And, um, man, the amount of explicit words that were coming out of my mouth last night. Um, just awful I piss poor performance um Jack Del Rio peace out man you're done you, you don't know how to make adjustments you've got so much talent on this defense and there's no way to capitalize on it he's, he's not innovative um he's the reason we lost that game and in my book Ron Rivera's done too peace out bro it's time for a change we've got too much talent on this team um and it's just it's so disappointing uh, I had people texting me that I haven't heard from in seven years, uh, just laughing, sitting laughing emojis because they're watching Washington get blown out on prime time. And it's just, it's, it's, it's humiliating, point blank humiliating. And, um, I, you know, it just lost all hope for the season for me. And as a, as a long life skins fan, it's, it's how we, it's how we roll, man. It's how we roll. And it sucks. Absolutely sucks. We were told things are different. Things are not different at the moment. That is for sure. Frank, thank you for the call. He's, he's absolutely right. Uh, about two things there. One is Jack Del Rio has the talent needed to run a successful defense in Washington. There is enough talent on that defense, the 11 players who ran out of the tunnel last night, to do better than allowing 27 points and a half to the Chicago Bears. Point number two, Ron Rivera is not going to be the coach next year. Now, I believe that he will not be fired in part 
because Josh Harris is really sensitive about making clear he's not Dan Snyder, right? He's not reactive. He's not playing fantasy football here. I think for that reason, he will not fire Ron Rivera during the season. Now, that's not to say Ron isn't going to shake things up this week, and I think Jack Del Rio is certainly on the line. We've been down this road before. He he was on the line coming into last year before redeeming himself. Um, I think Harris, because of the optics, because of not wanting to appear like Dan Snyder to be reactive and angry, isn't going to, isn't going to take out Ron Rivera, uh, isn't going to remove him during the season. But it's it's certainly, you can understand why people are discussing it today, uh, coming out of that. Uh, we were taking a run around the college football uh, landscape here, Virginia Tech, Florida State. Uh, That's the 330 game on ABC, Virginia Tech, 28-point underdogs. Here's your bright side for Virginia Tech. Uh, one, they looked great against Pitt, uh, a big win, home win, You can coast on that juice for a little while. Number two is, uh, and this is from our friends at Tech Sideline, uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies played 18 players offensively on Saturday. All of them are eligible to return next year. Now, there's three seniors, but they actually still have the COVID year if they want to come back. Now, that's no guarantee in college football. They might leave for Utah so they can get a truck. They They might leave for NIL money elsewhere. Chiron Drones might get an offer somewhere else. Those are possibilities. But if you can, if, if Brent Pry can recruit his team, if he can keep this offense learning and growing and bring them back, that's the sort of thing you can build on. You talk about building a program. It is infinitely harder now than it's ever been. It is really hard to build a program in college football because you've got to recruit new kids in every year and recruit the kids who are there every year. And that's not an easy task, especially not in Blacksburg, especially not in a competitive conference like the ACC, which is humming this year. Um, but for Virginia Tech, that's your optimism. You bring these young kids in, you let them grow, you let them develop. Uh, it'll be fun to see how they react at Florida State. Uh, that's a really good team. That's a national title caliber team down there in Tallahassee. Nobody's expecting the win, uh, but it'd be fun to see a good showing. It'd be fun to see some good plays, and uh, they'll enjoy that atmosphere, I'm sure. That'll be great. Nooner, UVA, William & Mary on the ACC Network. Uh, Mike London's homecoming. We're looking forward to that one. We'll uh, we'll have plenty more to say about that Monday. What you're saying there is UVA handled their business. All right, you know they got, they got one in the win column. Or who boy, zero and twelve is in play in Whoville because um, it certainly would be if you dropped that one. That would be wild. All right, we're going to step aside. Two more segments left. We'll go around the NFL next. I'll give you my thoughts on the weekend of games. Uh, Then we'll cross-talk with AWOT. If you missed anything, it's on the Odyssey app with Rewind. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 